Ah oh, yes, coming in fresh from South Austin, the GYG Studios. It is the Get Your Guys Fantasy Football Podcast, a week 10 edition. I got the in-studio boys with me, the Gross Boys, Trey Gross, Price Gross, and we're here. What's Gentlemen... I'm going to quote uh, that SNL uh, drop that I often do. Gentlemen, how was your weekend? Gentlemen, how Whew. was your week? Was it, su- no, was it bloody Sunday like last Sunday, <laughs> Trey Gross? It was, man. <laughs> I won one. I got one in the books. You got at least. Didn't go 0 for 5. Didn't go for 0 for 5. I got one. And it helps when you're kicked out of one league. So I was only in four this week. <laughs> so yeah, I won one, lost three. Uh, it was brutal, rough. Um, a lot of people are calling it, you know, the craziest slate of the year. Oh, um, yeah. Twilight Zone, some people say, but uh, it's just mm-hmm. random, weird um, peaks, valleys, everything in between, and we're just trying to figure it out, and that's what we're here to talk about. Were you as uh, as bitten as your brother here? Yes, Price? yes. Unfortunate. Uh, only won one of, one of my leagues, uh, lost all the others, but the worst part is I suffered the fate in the guillotine. I oh. got the chop, made uh, made bad bets with dangerous people, and I got the chop. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I blame Rodgers. You know, he was my quarterback in the Superflex League. I drafted him high, and Rodgers goes out midweek after all the, uh, the fab is spent on the guillotine guys the the parachute guys coming Ooh. down to everyone's team too little too late for me uh yeah man sucks but we're uh, best of luck to uh we got jared he's our, our last remaining gyg in the guillotine oh. so hopefully he can bring it home if not him maybe uh maybe my girl angela she's uh she's still alive and kicking so but uh it's been fun it was a fun experience a lot of, a lot to a lot to think about going forward so if you haven't tried a guillotine league i definitely recommend it it's a a nice nice uh, step away from the regular grind of the season it might have been the most entertaining 10 dollars i've ever spent i didn't realize i could have that much fun for 10 bucks so yeah i highly recommend trying it out folks it, it it's different um and uh yeah it, it's not too taxing you you're in you're out sometimes uh, sometimes you're in it for the whole year but it's kind of like the last league i look out every year or every week. Yeah, it's the it's a nice low stakes uh, league, mm-hmm. and we got two GYG associates. Uh, hopefully, they'll survive. Uh, let's hit some news and notes, fellas. Uh, when news breaks in the tri-state area or the world, you'll hear it here on GYG News. COVID stuff that you got to watch out with. I know with for uh, for Chubb and uh, is it Donovan Peoples Jones as well that's it's, affected it's by that? The whole Browns backfield besides De Ernest Johnson. So okay. it's Chubb, it's Felton, and one other guy. I think Kelly. So he didn't get invited somewhere. Exactly. Yeah, he didn't. Get, he didn't get to go have uh, post practice drinks uh, or maybe smoothies. They probably don't drink anymore. They probably go have a uh, you know smoothie king or something. But you also have uh, the Edmonds. That yeah, was, uh, the that's big the big one, one yeah. of the week. And, of course, I'm an Edmonds owner. I'm, I'm hurting. Same. Uh, Same here. But I was lucky enough to pair him with Connor. So I've been waiting oh, kind of yeah. for one of these guys to, uh, you know, do what running backs do and get hurt. So uh, now, now we'll see what, what Connor can do with this workload. We saw what he did on Sunday, which looked very impressive. That was impressive. I mean, uh, got in, what, three times? He sure did. Number yeah. one running back on the week. We haven't seen that since his Pittsburgh days. 
No kidding. Yeah, he said, Jonathan Taylor, hold my beer. We were very impressed with what JT did. He is a top three running back uh, in general. And um, he didn't even play the fourth quarter uh, and still got you 36. But Connor just went ham. I mean, and he looked the part as well. I've got a black belt and a keto. And the boots to any match. Other, uh, any other big news, Price? Did you have anything? Just a bunch of nicks. We're, yeah. we're, we're seeing if uh, old, uh, old Cole Beasley 2.0, Mr. Aaron Rodgers, decides to yeah. come back and play this week. He said today there's a chance that he might not be back on Sunday. So that uh, that mm-hmm. was rough, man, just bringing that one up real quick. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Love, fail. You know, there's a pass-fail grade. Simple uh, simple pass-fail, and he gets the fail. And, over uh, under, does Rodgers retire over this? Man. It would not hit his personality. But not put it past me, man. Pull a Ricky Williams and he's just a, say, I'm he's, oh, he's a bum. Out. He's well, a bum. He did, yeah, Go take it. your horse medicine. I trust Joe Rogan only. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, I'm, I'm I'm hoping for him back, though. I'm going to talk all this crap about him. But uh, in one league, I've got Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams in the same league. And if you don't have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, those guys are now pretty much worthless. So yep. let's, uh, let's hope because, yeah, love stinks. Love, yeah, cue the love stinks. We'll pause for Love stinks. <laughs> and love stinks. The quarterbacks here. Quarterbacks. Let me get you the top ones. You had the, the Herbert special going on. Ooh, Number one. It delivered in a big way. Oh, yeah. Uh, the beans were right this week. Extra 30. cheese and... Mm. Salsa was on point. Even got a nice Rita. Usually they don't shake it, but this one was shaking, you know? There you go. I mean, on the rocks, whatever he, you needed, he got it. Uh, that's what keeps people coming back is the consistency. Uh, 32 for 38. So he Jesus. completed every, every almost nearly every pass he threw. Philly defense, uh, they just escort you down the field some weeks, yeah. it seems like. <laughs> Beating up on the bad teams and, and uh, suffering against the mediocre teams, so... Uh, there, uh, these top three: Herbert Jackson and Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Out of these three, Rugal, Matt Ryan, kind of the most surprising to yeah. be in this top three. I was, uh, I was skeptical. I remember Trey saying, "Go ahead and put Ryan in in your superflex," and I didn't want to challenge it just to see because I thought it seemed like a homer. But man, this guy came in. Played a near perfect game, twenty three of thirty, three forty two touchdowns. Even ran one in. You got that 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 extra cherry on top. Not not often you get a Matt Ryan rushing score, but he uh, he looked the part out there too. Without without even featuring Kyle Pitts, they still don't have Calvin Ridley. Of course, it was a whole lot of Corderell down down the field. He playing the receiver role this time. They can't really run the ball, so yeah, Matt Ryan might be uh, sneaking his way up. But let's not forget two weeks ago at home against Carolina when he put up six points. So. Yeah. That, that's only uh, that's only about you know tw- ten days away or twelve t- t- ten days ago. But Lamar was exciting, man. One hundred twenty yards rushing, like yeah. Mike Vick. Hold my beer. What do you think, Trey? Yeah, no, Lamar. Uh, I, I heard he's already hit the um, same amount of hundred rushing yard games. Uh, so hundred rushing yards in one game, he's already hit the Mike Vick quota, and. So that's pretty impressive. But, yeah, Matt Ryan, I want to talk more about him. I mean, Lamar's always up here. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ryan, the last four out of five weeks, I think I heard he's quarterback one overall. Jeez. Uh, yeah, he's got 29, he- 24, and 20 around the 31. So he only has that one bad game of six. So it's uh, – I even heard – I think PFF said he's uh, rated uh, uh, top uh, quarterback uh, the last five weeks overall. Damn. Just going off of QBR ratings. But uh, – <clears throat> He's impressive because you got to think of what he's working with, you know? Literally no yeah. receivers. Uh, a rookie tight end that shows promise, but 
Uh, nothing yet. Uh, no running game. Um, it's pretty impressive. Uh, if these receivers can come around or Ridley comes back, then shit, Matt Ryan could be a trade candidate. And I would never thought I'd ever say that. I don't own him in any league. Yeah. Um, I just felt that uh, he has, uh, he's been playing a little bit better than everyone thought, uh, than what the numbers showed. That's for sure. Yeah. These Carson ne- Wentz, too, man. He's yeah. the next guy on the list. I would say he's this guy, man. 22 of 30, 272, three touchdowns. Didn't really have to play in the fourth quarter. So, um, Mr. But- Carson Wentz and Matt Ryan, who would have thought, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck's going on? I mean, yeah, this is a, uh, like we said, we're, we're almost hinting towards our halftime hits. It's a Twilight Zone esque, eerie, uh, post Halloween. Uh, funky week in the in the NFL when Wentz and Ryan are up here at three and four, and then uh, ongoing with the theme with same with Jimmy G, uh, being up here. But we got a huge drop off from three to four and five with Matt Ryan at thirty one and a half points, and then uh, you know an eight point drop off. You know, or I can't do quick math. I'm sorry, uh, <laughs> San Marcos <laughs> High School education here. Uh, the the Wentz and Garoppolo in the low twenties here. Uh, along with Bridgewater, just not a lot of uh, excitement in the quarterback fantasy uh, lane this this week. You know, nah, not, a, not a lot to write home this about. This was the uh, bizarro bizarro yeah. world. Uh, hopefully, you didn't put you know real money on any bets because I'm sure a lot of the favorites didn't pull through. So, yeah, yeah, bad for fantasy, bad for real life. You know, no nobody had much fun. <laughs> yeah, Lamar was was rough. I, I owned him a lot of leagues, and he had nothing really at halftime. You were tripping. You were like, "What the hell's happening?" Yeah, and he, he was pulled a Jalen Hurts. Pulled a Jalen Hurts exactly. Um, somehow uh, he just just. I mean, when you can run and throw um, as good as he can do both equally, you can gather those points up very much, um, make them up quickly, and he did. And I, I didn't think he could get to thirty three point six, and he did. I was like, "Holy shit, Lamar's on uh, another level this year." Yeah. yeah, this is his fourth double digit comeback. So one thing that used shit. to happen with the never Ravens, do that. yeah, is uh, anytime they got down big, then that would be their their goose would be cooked. And right. now now Lamar is pulling Vince Youngs pretty much every time he needs to. So mm-hmm. it's very impressive. Without Jeff Fisher, uh, uh, <laughs> Vince Young on a on a on Vince a, Young in a burn orange jersey. Yeah. On a Mac Brown led team, uh, any I, I'm a Garoppolo owner. I've been starting him in the flex. He's been pretty good for me. But this is back to back weeks, man. Yeah. And so over 300 yards passing is impressive both weeks. Yep. Uh, the weapons is what I want to talk about. Once you have Kittle back, now you've got Debo and Ayuk is actually you know being used. He's finally found his way out of the doghouse. Throw, yeah. him, throw him a dang bone, but. Uh, yeah, man, no no rushing touchdowns. We didn't see uh, Jimmy Tebow Garoppolo um, <laughs> this week, so yeah, this was all in the back of some uh, 300 yards and two touchdowns passing. The Garoppoloser? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Like the bell dozer? Yeah, that's what you remind me of. But, uh, Garoppoloser. It's, it could be interesting because the, the San Francisco defense looks, I don't know what happened there, man. They used yeah. to be quite impressive, and they let Colt McCoy and James Conner Take their lunch money this last week. So uh, yeah. Jason was telling us in the text thread how disappointed he was with that. So if if they're going to be putting him in shootouts, then I, shit, man, Jimmy G could be in the uh, the Teddy Teddy Bridgewater realm. Ne- you know, maybe would've... even around a Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, if he's if he keeps it up. Yeah, I never yeah. would have thought that. And if that defense is that bad, you're you're onto something, I think. And I'm not a Jimmy G guy, but hey, fuck, it's fantasy. 
Yeah. Do what you got to do. Wherever the points come from. Yeah. We all started Blake Bortles at one point. Yeah. <laughs> and we're no threat of Lance really taking the job. We all know he's uh, kind of It looks of, like that's a next year. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. next year. I mean, this soonest. is the NFL. What I thought I saw this week never really would have happened last week. Never. I mean, it's I can't really tell you. Um, <laughs> I never thought Ayuk would be in a doghouse. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's this yeah. is a weird year, and Lance could start in two weeks. Um, yeah. I'm trying true. to stay open-minded to anything, but it looks like Jimmy G- I mean – I don't know, dude. Like, it I looks like he's been, moving the ball well enough. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He's been consistent yes. so far. Yeah. That's my point. I think and Kittle helps. Kittle really did help. Yeah. That's true. Lance's best chance of getting in is another Jimmy G injury because that's always right around the corner. Well, thank you yeah. enough. Yeah, fucking Ayuk playing well. Like, he, like those seven ball, like he contested two, three hits, coming down with it. He was bossing. Think if Ayuk's playing well, Kittle's healthy, and you have Debo. Those three good weapons. Elijah Mitchell's not bad. It's, so, like, it'd be tough to nice not weapons. score. Yeah. yeah, it'd be tough not to move the ball. But, um, yeah, no, yeah. Jimmy G. Uh, he, he, there's 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 promise there. With Teddy and with uh, Kirk Cousins, you're looking at the you know flex lower tier uh, uh, QB twos here. Um, you know, a pretty standard weeks for them. Even maybe a little bit above for Teddy. Yeah, it's just a bad quarterback week in general. So yeah. when you have quarterback six and seven scoring in twenty ones, it's not the greatest ever. Um, that's pretty much it for quarterbacks. I mean, yeah. I, I would if we're gonna do the guys that caught my eyes, our eyes, mine, be Justin Fields. Uh, I, I gotta say, um, he finally he, looked the part. Finally looked the part. I, we all saw that run a couple weeks ago where he where he had the you know broke off, just kind of like took the weight off his shoulders and he had end hundred up with hundred yards and touchdown rushing. But last night he did it from my opinion in the pocket. Uh, really, really went well with his progressions. He wasn't hesitant. Um, he was more accurate. Um, I just think he, he he had the highest quarterback rating at all quarterbacks this weekend. Um, so there's promise there. There is, and Allen Robinson needs to give him more help. Get like yes. get open more. Try harder. Like but, but you need to be the safety blanket for Fields, in my opinion. And I think he can do Something. it. Yeah. They got to form a chemistry somehow, somewhere. He he threw some of the most impressive throws of any quarterback on the weekend. I'd say yeah. some of those some of those downfield throws were ex- extremely impressive. So let's see more of it. Yep. yep. And I think uh, our buddy uh, and uh, host of the GYG Fantasy Football Podcast with our other uh, main guy, uh, Mister Jason Dominguez. Mr. Jared Short would say, uh, we, we were 12 on 11 out there, guys. Mm-hmm. With these Corinthians yeah, Car- yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah. Tony Corinthians going full Joe West. Just, it's yeah. about me, me, me. Mike Florio was saying uh, they replayed him uh, trying to do the hip check. Mm-hmm. You heard about yeah. this infamous hip check? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally, he, he, he was. He went he, Barkley. He, he was trying to box out. Yeah, he, he, was, yeah. Uh, okay. he was worried about someone coming into his territory, so he preemptively struck. When he didn't even need to, the guy that was clearly like missed him, mm-hmm. and he like it's just um, Chris Sims came out and said, "Yeah, like I don't want to throw any guy under the bus or anything like this, but I've had my history with this guy." But this Basically, said um, got hit about four seconds after the play, got up, looked at the ref, said, "What the fuck?" Like late, late hit, and just because he said "What the fuck," he basically. Uh, stopped giving them the warning when they're about to call from TV timeout, when they're about to get the clock going. They usually give you a warning, like, yeah. hey, we're coming back, guys. He stopped doing that, and about four four times of doing that, 
and almost getting a delay a game, Chris Sims just pulled him to the side. He's like, are you going to give me the warning when you're about to blow the whistle like you do everyone else in the league every time? And he goes, are you going to apologize for what you said to me earlier? Oh. oh Chris man. Sims just throws him under the bus. I'm like, dude. So he's like, he takes it personal. And yeah. he took it personal that, you know, he had words with that guy and maybe the roundhouse kick, you know, and all that shit in the time. Yeah. But it's just like, dude, you can't, you can't say players, y'all need to be robots. And then, you know... And expect like them not to have emo- uh, human yeah. emotions about um, celebrating and doing this and that, and then you can't even keep your ass in check. You know, like mm-hmm. it's just so hypocrite of it all. Oh yeah, the players it's are held bad. to a much higher standard than it's now horrible. the coaches, the owners, oh, the GMs, and the refs. We all the, about it? Yeah, and, and, week, any yeah. old rich white guy can do whatever the hell they yeah. want, but yeah. if you're a player, they're going to throw you right under the it's, bus. It, they're, they're, the NFL, the shield's looking bad right now. Awful. I agree. And on that note, yeah, right. Uh, Back to <laughs> fantasy. Well, we need a sky these. judge ASAP. Yeah, as we all texted. Hashtag robot revolution. Robot revolution. The only robot on there out there should be a damn ref. No one else. <laughs> no one else. I'll take Skynet if they'll get us better refs. Damn it. Damn. <laughs> Have you seen this boy? Have you seen this play? Yeah. All that's right. A good, let's uh, get good. Good segue to our running backs. Let's get to these <laughs> running backs. Running backs. Let's check them out here. They are, as we mentioned, Mr. James Conner of Arizona, Jonathan Taylor of the India. I'm, I'm doing it like we're doing the GYG Awards here. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Chubb here, who we've also mentioned uh, that you have to watch out for this week as far as COVID. Uh, the COVID protocol thing. Um, of course, Conner, the most you know surprising out of these three. You expect Taylor and Chubb to be up here. But Conner with a breakout game, we've... I feel like he's been the guy that has been doubted the most that you don't. You look at him like Pee Wee looks at the snakes when he's trying to rescue every, all the <laughs> animals off of the pet, out of the pet store. Uh, yet it, it, Nobody wants to put him in the lineup, and yet he's producing. Are we putting him in our lineup now? How do you like me now, Ma? This is a top 10 running back. I said it a year ago. or not a year ago. I said it a week ago. We're in a Corderell world. Well, we're in a James Conner world. Damn. You know, like you don't have to like who these guys were in their past. You have to like what points they're putting up for you now. You have to learn so, to love it. Uh, 11 touchdowns leading the NFL. That don't lie. You know, you don't just fluke yourselves into a week or two worth 11 touchdowns. So, Very Lindell White-esque. Yeah, yeah. But this guy, he's number six in standard, number 12 in PPR. It is just amazing. It's, and now his role is only going to grow. So what he did on Sunday showed you that they're willing to ride him. He had 26 total touches. And uh, I'm, there's some Eno Benjamin coming in now with Edmonds, so they'll always do a two-back thing. But Connor, if he's going to get receiving in addition to goal line, shh, top 10, top 5 even, as long as Edmonds is out. Well, it's a, it's a high-powered offense. I think it's number one still. And uh, it's one of those offenses that are always going to be in scoring position. He's always going to be on the goal line. And he's he's a good goal line runner. Uh, it's just kind of weird. Before week before week six, so the, the first five weeks, he didn't have a game where he averaged over 3.9 yards a carry. It, it's just, it, and I watched it. It was rough. Uh, he did get you the touchdowns, but he just really didn't pop. And now all of a sudden – the last four weeks, it's 4.4 yards, 6.4, 4.4, and then yesterday 4.5. So um, that's finding his footing, literally. Yeah, and I don't, I don't. That's normally the opposite, of James Conner. He normally wears down and uh, gets right. nicked up. Uh, but the main thing, what Price said, was the five catches, five targets, 77 yards, and a touchdown. You know, you're not always gonna get the touchdown, but he never had more than two targets. There was four games where he had zero targets. So to get the five targets was huge. And so if he's going to be a combination of Edmonds and the old Connor, that's that's this really, really high ceiling. 
in the and this offense. This offense yeah. is going to be scoring. They're they're going to be scoring. Um, this it guy, even looks like they, they didn't miss a beat with freaking uh, old Colt McCoy. Yeah, know? this guy finished as the number seven running back three years ago. So you know yeah. he's only twenty six years old. Like it's not like he's you know washed. I, I think it's always the health thing with him, right? Exactly. So it's kind of it's kind of chased him. Or, or haunted him. He runs hard like Carson, and you know these guys can't be eighty percent trying to run hard like that. Right. I, f- I really feel like uh, any little injury brings those kind of running backs down. But he looks, a little, I mean, a little bit more durable the last couple of years here. Dude, so he, he popped off the screen uh, yesterday. I was yeah, like, "What the it, hell?" It must be that fresh desert air, you know, something <laughs> about a change of scenery. He's all fresh as daisies now. I think Edmonds. Uh, it's 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 the um, spirit of competition. I really think he was second fiddle, and every chance he got, he wanted to take a take that mantle. And I yeah. think when Edmonds kind of went out that first week, he's like, "I want to show y'all I can handle the load," because he, like you said, he was a top six, seven running back. Yeah. I mean, he, he goes, I've done this. Let me do it. Well, that's when he popped. Whenever he was second fiddle to uh, Le'Veon Bell, he came mm-hmm. in and said, watch me. Watch me go. Well, he's always been a down, um, under, um, super, like a walk-on at pit, like cancer survivor. Like, this guy's worked his ass off. Great oh, story. Yeah, yeah. yeah it couldn't yeah, happen to a better guy. That's true. Um, you know, like we said, we mentioned Chubb and the COVID. Uh, you, you know, you got to watch for his uh, availability. Um, Mixon, Hines, and Kamara coming in at four, five, and six. Uh, definitely Hines, you know, with the, with the touchdown that's mostly receiving uh, from last Thursday. But uh, I, I know Price, you want to probably talk about uh, what Kamara is doing, or actually Trey, you're more of a are you more of the Kamara I, owner? I, I own the Kamara this year. Hines, I would just say real quick on Hines, he he really only came through because the fourth quarter they were up so much. That's garbage. Yeah. That's a lot of garbage. Did, he popped one early. He did but pop one This early. is his first double digit game since week three. So yeah. let's not go and spend all our fab and start yeah. starting this guy every week. We we kind of know what he is. Yeah, for sure. he's gonna pop every four or five games. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, just the way it goes. How down. can you predict it? Yeah. Uh, Kamara, it's weird. Um, Simeon wasn't really throwing to him like I'd like. I would like the eight to ten targets. You know, he's getting the seven to four with Simeon. Um, he, uh, I hate to say it, but I, I, I kind of want to see what Taysom Hill does at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, just open it up. Um, and Kamara's Kamara. He, he's. It's just. I mean. He can't get a hole right now because the defense is just sucked down on him. The last three games, he's averaging 2.5 yards a carry, 3.2, 3.8. Like, this is crap. 2.5, 3.2, 3.8. He's um, grinding out the points. Grinding them out. It's, but it's, it's, it's tough it's, sledding, He's going against man. loaded boxes, and we need a we need a quarterback that can can really push this uh, secondary back, get, yeah. us all, get him off his ass. As he, far as fantasy goes, he's only got one game with single digits, and that was back in week two. But, like Trey says, this offense right now, it's not, it's not clicking. It's not looking like it should. We had six points against the Falcons at home midway through the fourth quarter before we started to show up. So... It's uh, it's it's scary. We had a nice comeback attempt, but I don't want to do that every week. And uh, like Trey said, I think it's Taysom time because, yeah, Simeon, mm. uh, he, he ended up with some decent numbers. But if I, I think if you watched the game, you saw that that offense wasn't really going to be, you know, he's not, he's, you know, he's Colt McCoy. He's Case Keenum. Yeah. He's just a guy who's exactly. coming in. He's throwing 10-yard passes. Yeah. He, he can do it every, every uh, once in a while, but not a... Not a consistent. Yeah, uh, I would could put him in the Colt McCoy box, one of the better backups. Yeah, yeah. you know, very that accurate, sounds... you know, but you know, very limited physically. Yeah, he put some balls in there, but then he he made he threw he he made his receivers dive, and you know, it was rough. It was rough. It's uh, I wanted 
to cheer for him. And then you just kept seeing like, oh, that's why you're 20. Was he 28 in a backup? You know, that's why you're 28 in a backup. You know, it's like mm-hmm. if you're 23, 24, I, I would have a little more hope. But you are what you are at this point. So you got Dalvin Cook in at number seven, 17 carries, 110 yards. Uh, no touchdown here, but he just gets it through. Uh, through volume and through uh, you know some some he had a, some good runs he had a seventy yard run that's true yeah. it was and that's where he uh, that's where most of those yeah. points came in and it was a, it was one of the most ridiculous runs of the weekend it was pretty funny yeah <laughs> it was yet uh, 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 what's his name uh, Jess Jefferson doing some kind of windmill. That's right. Pop, Popeye thing that. on Twitter. I saw. I was just like, "What's this dude doing?" <laughs> it's fucking like a circus run. He's having fun out yeah, there. Yeah, he's having a good old time. What about Melly Gordy though? Melvin say, Gordon. Yeah. This is his third straight game, double digits with a touchdown. Um, RB fifteen on the year. Can you believe that? Melvin Gordon left for dead. RB fifteen. Twenty one like carries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they really did a good job of controlling the ball against the Cowboys. Sorry about that game, Pat. I was mm-hmm. sitting next to you watching it. It was just Bizarro the world. ultimate game of keep away. They said this is not your ball to have. We will hold it the entire game. But uh, I was like, worst, Thanksgiving that, is uh, in a couple of weeks. Right? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is a classic did. Cowboys yeah. Thanksgiving. The trip to uh, fan. Y'all must have had a, a turkey a little early. I don't know. <laughs> but, but that this, leap year throwing us off. The mm-hmm. DAC. Uh, yeah, was, I heard is his worst uh, QBR rating of all time. It, it looks that bad. He's just. They went out and they. Let's just be honest. They went out and partied and didn't take the the Broncos probably as yeah, seriously. Yeah, as yeah. They they were very. Well, is my theory. They well, were high on their farts after that uh, Vikings win with Cooper Rush. Also, and, it doesn't help when Denver trades away their best player and all time best defensive player Von mm-hmm. Miller. It's like, oh, you're quitting on us, yeah, uh, front office. We're gonna show y'all. And, and I've seen that a lot. Um, Oh, great Jay Dominguez. He always says these soft <laughs> factors, which I kind of laughed at back in the day, but I, I believe in a lot of them now. Uh, motivation is a hell of a thing. And uh, oh, yeah. we don't know a lot of this motivation that's going on, you know. And um, when this, well, this this one was easy to see, it's a, the best player gets traded away. I also heard they're about to maybe trade, um, or they were going to another one, um, another big name player, um, just to just say, fuck it. You know, yes. let's let's rebuild, just get all these picks and go next year. That's when we'll actually have the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, whoever they go after. And uh, the the impressive thing was Javante Williams was right there, four three spots down, uh, ranked eleven with fourteen points, seventeen carries, one hundred and eleven yards, and so he basically had his best game. And so you had both running backs go off, the Cowboys. It was, I mean, do we expect that kind of production going forward? I know it was a kind of a weird game, but can you? Are these two startable? I mean. Definitely Melvin is. We've, yeah, we've yeah, gone got, over the numbers. Melvin's your RB two, and Javante's a flex option. Yeah. And and I've heard many many arguments of I got people on fifty fifty saying Melvin's going to continue to do this, where it's one A one B or right. flex, whatever you want to call it. And then I've heard many many arguments where they think they're going to flip flop, you know, halfway more or more or less quarter three quarters of the way to the end of the year. And Javante might be, you know, how rookies take over late in the year. I saw it with Dobbins and. Um, uh, Gus last year, mm-hmm. I saw it. Uh, I mean, I, I see it all the time. Swift last year, like you, you, these guys just creep, and this guy's averaging more, like seventeen carries, one hundred eleven to twenty one to eighty. Like that's not even close. So um, it would not shock me if Javante Williams gets more of the the load. Not next week, but let's call it three, four weeks from now. Yeah, I mean, it, it's already, hard to say. It's hard to say. We're already he into looks week nine, really good, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. So we've kind of been expecting this kind of changing of the guard between those two and, it, and Melvin keeps scoring Melvin keeps scoring yeah um, any uh, let's see here guys guys that pop R-I-B 
below uh, Najee Harris, who finished at 10, kind of had a, his you know expected game at 15 points. Anybody below that in the you know 10 to 20 range that caught your eye? Uh, I would say Drake. Great. Keep an eye on Drake. Uh, J- uh, J- Josh Jacobs always gets banged up. Um, he's been a top 24, uh, uh, top two running back, top 24 the last three out of four weeks. Uh, last three oh, wow. period. Yeah. yeah, last three period. I got that. I'm pulling up 20.3, 15.4, um, And he's Solid. doing this off limited touches. So if Jacobs is limited or they just keep doing what they're doing, I feel like he's a sneaky uh, flex play for yeah. sure. Working the passing game always gets you relevance. That's right. Yeah, he's eight targets last game. Price, any guys that caught your eyes here? Uh, I was just uh, impressed with the inefficiency from Miles Gaskin. He had 20 carries for 34 <laughs> yards, and you really have That's, to work at that. that Against is. the Houston Texans, you really have to work at that. So, well done with the uh, 1.4 carry. Got a touchdown. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That is, he did uh, the Jordan Howard line. Literally running into a wall right there. For yeah. a I just felt like running. I just felt like uh, running. Well, let's, uh, we talked about it. We led up to it. Uh, kind of hinting Ooh, at it. It's, it's getting spooky, spooky in here. It's getting eerie. Even after Halloween. It doesn't have to be Halloween for mm. these uh, Twilight. Everything just went to black and white in the studio. I don't oh, know God. what just happened. You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of the imagination. Next step, the GYG zone. Thank you, Rod Serling, for allowing us to use that. Uh, no, don't don't sue us. I got Hurt in Houston, baby. Hurt in Houston, an unofficial sponsor here. My cousin Vinny on a billboard in San Marcos, looking over the town as he as they rule all of Hayes County. Uh, let me get my sheet here, gentlemen. Uh, this one kind of a, a little bit of a, you know, it is a uh, a twilight, like like we said, a twilight zone-esque week with the Cowboys losing, the Bills losing to the Jags, you know, everybody getting eliminated uh, MXC style. Um, I went with uh, a little bit of a different halftime hits here where I'm going to go over some... Uh, kind of weird or unexpected performances that not only went on in the last three weeks, so week seven, eight, and nine, uh, but some historical ones uh, just for fun. Some some guys that, uh, you know, were, were some unexpected performances and how this ties into fantasy. We're going to then uh, basically say our dart throws, our unexpected uh, big performances, uh, you know, guys that we think for week 10, can it go on? Because uh, I'll go ahead and explain here. Uh, in week seven, we had Deontay Johnson, a big waiver wire guy, uh, go off for 26.8 points. De Ernest. Uh, De Ernest. What did I say? Deontay. Deontay. No. Yeah. De Ernest. De Ernest. There's a bunch of D Johnsons out there. Sorry. Yes. De Ernest, uh, of course, of the Browns. Um, kind of expected, but not maybe as expected. Not, not that kind of ceiling. Not that kind of. You know, you maybe expect 16 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But close to 30 points, and depending on what league uh, you're playing in. Um, so certainly with him in week seven. Then we had the White Lotus, as Bill Simmons, if you're a Bill Simmons listener, mm-hmm. has coined him. Uh, Mike White for the Jets uh, go off in his, you know, uh, his, uh, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the point guard for New York. I'm trying to... Uh, Lynn Sanity. <laughs> Lynn Sanity, yeah. He had his Lynn Sanity moment. 
uh, his Mike White moment in week eight with 32 uh, points, but then he gets hurt. Who comes in for week nine? Josh Johnson, a guy who's been in the league almost you know 10 or 10 or 12 years, uh, puts up 27.4 points. Uh, so I'm going to go to you, uh, Price. Uh, who's a guy that you think, uh, first of all, does this trend continue? Do we see a guy finish in the top 10 that is not a, you know, every steadfast top 10 guy? All right. Well, I got one that's outside the top 40 at running back. Ooh. So this could be one for this week. And I'll also give you something for, for, for long term as well. Love it. But my, uh, my short term is uh, what was, you know, once what was once new is new again. It's Devin Singletary. We just mentioned yeah. that Zach Moss left the game with a concussion. I'm kind of assuming that he won't play next week. Devin Singletary had a uh, his high snap share since week one at 72%. Not only, uh, well, not, not much to mention on the ground, but he had seven targets caught, uh, eight targets caught seven for 43 yards. The, the big story here is next week they're playing at the Jets. So I'm expecting yeah. a nice, uh, nice run, run heavy second half, and hopefully Singletary with a, a touchdown or two to put him as the surprise guy into this realm. But uh, some long-term dart throws. I like Mark Ingram. Uh, he's not only got his own standalone value, but he's got real handcuff value if Alvin Kamara, God forbid, for goes down. And uh, another, a bunch of the, of all the Tennessee running backs. Let's see if McNichols and Peterson can establish themselves. If not, we could see some Foreman. And uh, what I like was that call? Yeah, I think that was that was mine. What do you think, Trey? I like Pat Verum, uh Pat Fryer Fryer Moose. Yes. I always say it Veramuth. Fryer Tuck. Because I like it's, to put Veramuth in my martini. Do but you know it's it's Fryermuth month here at GYG. <laughs> it is. Where we exclusively nah. talk about Pat Fryermuth. Yes. Since uh Juju's been out, uh, um he's getting seven targets and not only that, he's really good. Um he's got sticky mitts, he catches everything, and he's a good red zone target. Uh, he had a couple acrobatic catches lately, the last two weeks, but um, the touchdown maker. Yeah, he, he, um, the reason he's getting those targets in the red zone is because of how good he can catch anything and everything around him, and so he's got he's the got trust hands. of Big Ben, big time. And uh, I like him. I'm gonna throw Javante Williams out there. I don't believe yeah. in Melvin when it matters most, and mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like there's gonna be a passing of the guard um, trade for him. Get him cheap. He could be. Um, you know, last year's Dobbins, the way Dobbins ended the year, the way Taylor ended the year, you know, they, they just kill it as rookies ending the year. Uh, I would go after him. He looks like a different kind of cat than Gordon, and I just expect Gordon to run uh, run down eventually like he always does. But until then, you know, I'm not hating on Gordon. I'm just saying it's someone I would invest in. I think you can get Javante Williams. He's not even being played in some people's, you know, he's on the bench somewhere. Just go snag him for, for nothing. Other than that, um, I'm trying to find you a receiver since I did the other two. Shit, I like Ayuk, man. Ayuk, dude, I heard it was a practice thing. I heard Sanahan attitude uh, uh, was going 80% practice, acted like he didn't need to practice hard, trying to save himself up. Mm. Um, and uh, Shanahan made it a point. He said two weeks ago he started blocking better. A couple of the key touchdowns they scored on was off his blocking. He made a point to say that. And then last week, we all saw what Ayuk did. So... I think all of a sudden, just like that, he's back up in the good grace of the coaching staff, and he's going to be out there instead of getting 40% snaps, getting those 80% snaps like he used to get. And uh, he's really good. It was just uh, not getting targets, not getting snaps, and now he is. So Ayuk is a guy that I think you could still get for cheap because I don't think people truly believe in him, and I think maybe last week was just an anomaly. 
I know you had mentioned Russell Gage also. Yeah, Russell Gage is a good one. Um, I think he's the the number one, and it's crazy you would ever say that. Um, but Pitts, uh, Pitts is now getting the number one cornerback on him. Um, they're taking him away. And so Gage is getting the second, and Gage is the number one receiver, and he's pretty good against the second cornerback. Uh, he had uh, two weeks ago, he had 14. Uh, this last week, he had uh, uh, I think 11 targets, eight catches. But he, he I mean, he's going to get the volume, and he's good enough. And Matt Ryan's playing well. I think you can get him for next to nothing, uh, probably on the waiver wire actually. And so, yeah, he's a guy I would definitely be starting my flex the rest of the year. Uh, I'll throw a couple of guys out there just quickly, uh, and then I'm going to get some historical uh, weirdos that came into the Twilight, or the GYG zone, if I should say. Uh, uh, Tim Patrick, uh, me and Trey agreed that mm-hmm. we liked what we saw against Dallas. Uh, it's a big guy, you know, looks like he can go up, and he's a Gawagi guy. Super consistent. Mm-hmm. Everything you throw his way, yeah. he catches. Just has to kind of get more opportunities, yeah. get more snaps. Um, and more big plays like he did uh, on Sunday uh, against the goddamn Cowboys. Uh, so, also Hunter Renfro, I know a guy that's probably not too much under the radar now. I think people are... With rugs. Uh, yeah, he, he, with rugs gone, of course. And, uh, you know, Deshaun Jackson got added, so that might take a, a little bit of a of some uh, snap, share, ugh, snap share away from him. Uh, but uh, I think they occupy kind of two different lanes as far as wide receivers go. But Yeah, yeah, uh, two different route patterns. Yeah. But Hunter, I like Hunter Renfro, Renfro the most on that list. I think yeah. with Ruggs being out, they can't throw to anyone but Renfro and Waller and Drake. That's all they throw to. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty pitiful. Uh, I, I like Wernfro a lot moving forward. It's funny. He was only getting 55, 57% snaps, 52, 44, 55. And then last week he got up to 65. So just rugs being out uh, shot a snap share up a little bit. So let's see if that continues. Yeah, at least eight targets in four of his last five games. He's uh, kind of capped with his yardage. He's not really a downfield threat, yeah. but he's getting a few touchdowns. So got one last week. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give you all a couple of uh, couple of historical facts here. Oh, bring or, us back. It's story time with some, Patrick. Yeah, mm. some throw, some throwback. Uh, uh, what the hell? How did how did this guy uh, beat me? Or some you know certainly attributed to some bad beats here probably back in the day. So was anybody here playing? I know Trey. Were you playing? Or we were all playing fantasy football in 2009, right? Because yeah. we've all oh, been yeah. a part of yeah. the yeah, 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 amigos 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 league for a very long time. So back in 2009, this would have happened late in the season in December. Mm. Does anybody remember a running back for the Browns named Jerome Harrison? Oh, yes. Jerome Harrison went off for 47 points. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So uh, that was uh, certainly more than some of these guys that have... I want to say they were playing the Ravens, maybe. I think so. Yeah. yeah, I think I think they were playing the Ravens. That was amazing. Yeah, it was like yeah, he was from the Browns. He was uh, like third or fourth string, kind of very Dearness Johnson esque. Yeah, it was, it was that type of story. Thirty four carries, two eighty six, and three touchdowns. Wow. He almost ran for three hundred yards. That's uh, that's one of those December games where the other team is already in Cancun. <laughs> You're just like drunk at the bar, like on Christmas. Like what is happening? Yeah, uh, like, it's freaking like Thursday night football or something. Uh, the other one would be uh, November sixteenth. Uh, 2014. I think we all remember this one because I remember this guy also. Uh, Jonas Gray. Oh, Notre Dame great. Yeah, Notre Dame great. uh, uh, He was a running back for the Pats. He went off for 201 yards Mm -hmm. and four touchdowns. That was a uh, Sunday night game against the Colts, I believe. Dang, yeah. Yeah. So uh, I thought those were two kind of, uh, if you look up these sort of articles of like uh, 
you know, crazy performances or, you know, uh, these out of nowhere fantasy performances. These are the definitely the top two guys that come out. But the, we'll the, see. the end of that story is a little sad. So apparently Jonas uh, shows up to a meeting late uh, the next week and then gets cut. Oh, so that's he right. has a, he yeah, has a 200 yard performance and then gets cut. It was an all time Belichick move. Golly, cutthroat man. <laughs> uh, let's go to our actually. I'm going to play us out with. Some, you know, that's very scary. And who will be our GYG zone? And who will be in our GYG zone for Week Ten? Will it be another Jet? Devin Singletary against the Jets. Well, gentlemen, let's take a look at some wide receivers. Wide wide receivers. Wide receivers here. Uh, You had, speaking of the Jets, you had a Jet here, Elijah Moore. uh, Seven for eight receptions, 84 yards. He caught two touchdowns uh, in that Thursday night game. Number two coming in is uh, Devonta Smith, and this is a welcome sight to people who picked him up. A couple rookies, and neither one is Jamar Chase. I right. would not have guessed this. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, continuing with the to- uh, you know with the GYG zone uh, theme, uh, look who's up here again, guys. Mister Corderell or Corderell, however you want to say it. Nineteen point six points uh, comes in at wide wide receiver number three. Um, Keenan Allen and Zacchaeus uh, coming in at four and five. So two. Uh, Atlanta players coming in at uh, in the top five uh, speaking to the Matt Ryan kind of you know week that he had also uh, I have flirted with Zacchaeus off of the waiver wire of course when I put him in he, he does uh, diddly poo uh, but we more like Russell Gage in this uh, wide receiving core or, or is there a little bit is there a you know can you put a little uh, you know faith in Zacchaeus to go forward it's and, it's tough <laughs> because I just thought about it when Trey said Gage is the one. I thought, well, Cordero Patterson's the one. You know, like right. it's that's it, he just plays a different position technically, but also the same position because he's classified as both. But uh, yeah, yeah. So Zacchaeus, he's kind of you know, last week it was Tajay Sharp who uh, who got some you know unexpected catches and targets and such. This week Zacchaeus only had three targets. They just turned yeah. into two touchdowns. Right. So it's a tight end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Feast and for he, he's such yeah. a tiny guy too. You know, five eight, a hundred pounds, hundred ninety pounds. He's, I, I'm, I'm. He only scored over three points once before this game. Yeah. So Ooh. it's it's a total dart throw. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll stick with Trey's Russell Gage over Zacchaeus if I'm looking at a waiver wire yeah. Atlanta receiver. We saw what Gage did last year when healthy. You know, he just was banged up all year. Now you have no Ridley. Um, it it's just you gotta just play the numbers game. Yeah. Yeah, I got to shout out Mr. Uh, Mr. JD, Jason Dominguez played Elijah Moore against me. I was like, <laughs> oh, man, yeah, wow. this is this is great news. He played a jet receiver. Dude went off for seven catches, 84 yards and two touchdowns. I oh, could yeah. not believe it, but hey, hey man, that was uh, that Indiana secondary or Indianapolis secondary, definitely beatable. So let's keep that in mind and go forward, but no, man, this uh this is the time late in the year where rookies start to, you know, round into form. Trey was talking about Javante, you know. We've talked about a few yeah. rookies this year. So, let's see. Uh, what do you all think about Devontae Smith? Looked like he finally, you know, for, for the first time in a long time. This was coming off three straight games of irrelevance, basically. Fucking five for 116 and a touchdown. Looked, looked like the Heisman receiver that we'd and, uh, and, expected. And he did it against the Chargers, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. no slouch. I was impressed with it. Um, you know, Hurts has looked decent. 
the last two weeks. Yeah, and I just feel by like looking decent, he's got these guys' numbers. Yeah, I feel like Smith is open. Like he's just yeah. if Hurts can get him the ball, then Smith will put the numbers up. You well, know, in college he was open by five yards, so yeah. he's got to be open by at least like one yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pros. But Devontae kind of Smith has got to get. He's got to be feeling some of that uh, early career Allen Robinson, where it's just like, God dang, who are these quarterbacks I'm playing with? Yeah. Help me out. He's a victim of his of his offense a little bit. Yeah. Um, like to see Keenan's targets though. There was a uh, yeah. there was a Mike Williams early season you know uh, surge, but as a Keenan Allen owner, I'm very happy to see this is this is the Keenan Allen zone. Twelve for one hundred four. You know, give me yeah. all those catches. Yeah, Love that, it. Yeah, I wish Mike Allen would get thirteen. Mike Williams, <laughs> Mike Allen. I just combined them. Mike Williams would because I think he would do more with thirteen. But my point is, is that Mike Williams has been uh, not right the last two three weeks with the knee. Uh, it shows. What you, uh, about, you just gotta, you know, give him credit. He's playing through it. Uh, don't give us credit for playing him through it um, because we keep getting <laughs> these three to five point games. You're just holding the L's. Yeah, I'm just holding L's. Yeah, but my point is, is like, you gotta, you gotta understand why. It doesn't it's not Mike Williams sucks. It's everything we thought he was. No, the last three weeks he's been dealing with something, yeah. and he'll come back. You Hopefully, just, you get rollover points. All those points roll over into one big week coming up <laughs> soon. So. <laughs> And continuing, I, I know I'm saying this a lot this episode, continuing with the GYG zone theme here. I mean, not with Marquise Brown. I mean, he's been incredible. Yeah, the, I mean, the breakout his, continues. This yeah. is what he does every week. This is his, I mean, he's, can we say it, can we dare say it better than C.D. Lamb at this point? You wide, know, wide receiver six. Of those folks. Oklahoma, uh, that Oklahoma wide receiving core. Jeez. But seven through ten, Two guys that we talked about in the halftime hit segment, but uh, two guys that we didn't talk about was seven and eight. Seven being Darnell Mooney, who played uh, Monday night, nineteen point one points. Uh, you know, kind of all uh, he had a carry for a touchdown. Uh, you know, a, re- a touchdown reception also, and then Turner for uh, Dallas, who kind of came on in a garbage know, time, yeah, garbage time kind of role. Um, but Mooney, of course, a guy, uh, Jared would tell you, you know, he was, uh, you know, eyeing him the whole time. Yeah. Of course. I and, feel like uh, he's, he's saying what Devonte Smith's been saying. I've been open, Yeah, you know, yeah, like just yeah. give me a damn shot at this ball. Yeah, Reminds me of like a, the, the Kadarius Tony situation and the yeah. it's kind of like a breakout, you know, the, obviously this guy is the yeah, wide we, receiver. We expected, future. we expected big things out of Tony, out of, uh, not Tony, out of Mooney uh, yeah. coming into the year. And uh, the stunted passing game has really hampered his season, but We'll see. This could be uh, the beginning of a nice second half. They're going into a bye, so they get a little bit of time to kind of work through some things. But uh, Michael Turner, or wait, no, Michael Turner. That's a that's a throwback. Th- speaking of uh, <laughs> Twilight Zone, remember that one year when Michael Turner was the oh yeah fattest, roundest, fastest guy in the league for Atlanta. Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Malik Turner though. That's uh, that's just a flash in the pan. So we can just go right past that. Your namesake, Tim Patrick. Hey, once again, you know, looks good. Uh, Beating our ass. Yeah. Two first names, always a crowd pleaser. And then rounding it out, Brandon Ayuk. Trey's uh, spoken extensively about him, but uh, we're expecting, you know, this is whenever guys, uh, you, you usually don't have people dominate the whole year. And so some of these guys that were slow, slow movers in the first half are, uh, are really going to dominate in the second. It's not a coincidence that Debo finally got nicked up this week and Ayuk 
got the load he was looking for. It's not a it's not coincidence. Keenan Allen got the most targets he got all year at 13 when Mike Allen's was nicked up. That's what you got to understand happens so you're not caught off the next week. You have to understand why you got these 13 targets or why they went off because right. the, their opposite partner is 80% and the quarterback knows this. So they're going to be thrown to the guy that can get slightly more open. It's a, everything's on inches here and so any kind of advantage you can get you're going to take. I wanted to bring up something I heard on a podcast which caught my eye which now makes a whole lot of sense. So uh, the guy basically needed a win this week. He was going to fall out of playoff contention, and he had Hopkins. Traded Hopkins straight up for Marquise Brown. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, that sounds rough, you know, having to give up on Hopkins, blah, blah, blah. Man, Marquise Brown's the number six wide receiver. You you would hope Hopkins would be that at this point. Uh, Brown has already had his bye, like, it's and, it, this is very James Conner, very Corderell Patterson. Like yeah. we're so caught up on these names and what these guys have done to us in the past. Throw that shit away, man. Oh, yeah. Fucking start fresh with the with these. You call them a new name. You know what I'm saying? Uh, leave the fucking, baggage. Yeah, you know? exactly. Leave the baggage at the door. Yeah. Marquise Brown's a top ten guy going forward. And if you know uh, you're Hopkins or you know another underperforming star, I don't want to put a name out there because I don't want to you know try and <laughs> try and recommend you selling a stud. But yeah, man, if you're not feeling your dude. Find the guy that is doing it and go find him. Go get your guy. A guy I wish I would have said in the halftime uh, segment uh, that I would invest in that's probably nowhere on the list right now is Donovan Donovan Peoples-Jones. I would would go after him with Odell Beckham being gone, Landry being crap. Landry's. He's the oldest 28-year-old I've ever seen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My God. Well, he was the oldest 24-year-old I ever saw. Yeah. So it's 112 four-yard catches whenever he's a freaking dolphin. They killed him. Yeah, but Donovan Peoples-Jones, uh, he, he's a guy I would uh, go get, pick up for free or go maybe make a really low-ball trade offer for because uh, – He's probably not being started on anyone's team, and I think he's going to be a playable guy. Big playability, man. The, the last two games that he's been able to play and finish, he's got big touchdowns in each of them. So right. that's, that's what you like on your, on your dart throws. 9.5 in Week 5 versus uh, the Chargers, and then 27.1 in that Arizona game the next Call week. me now for your free so, reading. Uh, impressive from him. Yeah, from him. Uh, going forward, Jefferson you got here at 12, and then Cooper Cup and Pittman at 13 and 14. They're all good. Uh, yeah. Pretty much steady Eddies now. Those. Yeah. Yeah. Pittman even, I think, uh, giving you a, a Startable bit every better, week. Yeah. Better return Shit, this on your was investment his, there. This was his lowest one out of the last three. He got 25 last oh, yeah. week, 21 the week before, so 14. Yeah. And then the week before that, he got four, but then 17.9. So, like, Pittman's becoming a thing. He's receiver number nine overall. Yeah. And they've I got mean, a great I, schedule. Don't, I, don't be afraid to buy high. Yeah, I I, uh, I wanted Pittman. I knew he was a talent, and for some reason, I never went and got him in any of my dynasty leagues, and I'm kind of mad about it because now his price is going to be way too high. Yeah. Let's um, do these tight ends. Yeah, let's go. Are, are any uh, guys that caught our eyes below uh, 15 here, which Renfro we talked about? Yeah. Which, uh, I mentioned Gage because he got eight targets for uh, seven catches, 64, you know, just Complete volume play, especially in PPR moving forward. I like Judy coming back. He got eight catches, six. He put Sutton to the side right when he came back. So Gage and Judy for their first game back, um, I, I'd be I'd be intrigued with them moving forward. Interesting price. No uh, guys that uh, below uh, 15 for the wide receivers? Nah, I yeah. Bateman, well, I think well, Bateman's standard. interesting. He just keeps getting he, mad yeah, targets. Yeah, yeah. Waddle's been consistent. And, and he, played through an, he played through an injury, so with eight targets when he's not playing through an injury, could have yeah. been a way better day. This Ravens passing game, yeah. man. Lamar goes over, you know, two and 300 yards these days. They're, there's a bigger pie to be had. Yeah. 
yeah, let's uh, get to these uh, tied ends. Tied ends. Uh, some call him Brittle Kittle. I won't. I've been a former Ooh, owner. He looked good. Like Didn't look so brittle this uh, <laughs> this uh, past Sunday. Yes. Yeah, Eight big. reception. Or I'm sorry, six receptions, one one, a touchdown. 20 points. Yeah. I, he might be the best after the catch out of all tight ends. It's like, it's, it's so crazy. sad to see it because he's, like he's, tight ends. he's out. <laughs> he's out so much. Yeah. You just, what the hell, man? Yeah. Just he's nicked up a keep lot. yourself on the field. Cause if he played, he'd, he'd probably be over Kelsey at this point. Like, you know, he seems to me to be the most physically impressive tight end on the field, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So our MFL league mate, uh, Famalam, uh, Russell Gutierrez, Boy, did he make me sweat with those uh, Pat Fryermuth. It's Fryermuth month here. Uh, uh, those two touchdowns, uh, he needed quite a bit. I was like, oh, what? Like, Fryermuth needs like three touchdowns. Uh, it's it, it's in the bag, baby. The Muth is on fire, though, man. Jeez. Yeah, uh, that's it. He, he's good. He was yeah. about to let that motherfucker burn on me because, yeah, yeah 18.8, uh, nice hands. We've talked about him earlier on uh, as a guy that we've liked that's ascending. Yeah. A GYG. Let's a, hope a they don't bring guy. Ebron back into the fold because that's really why Farmuth has exploded. Not only is he getting better as a rookie, but Ebron's been out these last few games. Yeah. Sometimes the fallacy of rational coaching, you know, you just hope these coaches think, wow, Eric Ebron's not our future. Pat Farmuth is. So mm-hmm. stick with uh, stick with what's working. Don't just go back I, to some old dusty veteran. Exactly. I saw him catch a screen. It was like a third and 18, and he had no chance of getting it. He got like 12 yards at 18 after mm-hmm. making three dudes miss, and he gets up and he's mad yeah. because he didn't get the extra six. <laughs> it, I'm sitting there like, dude, you're lucky to get what you got, but that's the, that shows you the, the competition level he's at, his, his bar he's does for himself. Uh, he's he's very very competitive. Um, I th- I think he's got a very high ceiling going forward, uh, especially next year and on. Yeah, one oh, to yeah. stash in dynasty. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, Kelsey, like at three, um, doesn't look like the same guy, but still producing. Yeah. Not the same numbers, but the offense is different. Numbers, so you know? yeah. you're going to be looking at these more of the 15 point games as we opposed to the 25 point. We games. don't yeah. expect to get over the hundred yards, which was almost an automatic thing with him. It's like 10 targets, hundred yards. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Now it's not really happening. Yeah. Now so you're like, happy with 68 and a touchdown. Let's yeah. hope those days come back with the chiefs. But for now it's a, it's, it's a different level of expectation. Any guys that caught your eyes uh, below this uh, three ranking for Kelsey? Honorable mention of Justin Herbert for getting three tight ends in a top 12. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. <laughs> that like, is crazy. That's crazy. Unheard but, uh, of. Nothing. Oh, I like one. I like Cole Komet. I uh, got to give oh. a shout out to my Notre Dame boy. Caught six of his eight targets. Looks Komet like, me bro. Yeah, yeah. It looks like him <laughs> and uh, him and the rookie Justin Fields might be developing a nice chemistry. This is his third straight game with six or more targets. So... If you need a, uh, a a tight end fill in for some reason or another, they got to buy this week so you can pick him up for free. But uh, he he might be interesting going forward. Mm-hmm. They 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 get better as they get older, and uh, this is his second year, so he's getting some more seasoning. But it looks like Jimmy Graham only comes in on a red zone play, and Komet's usually going to be in in every other situation. Correct the mundo, gentlemen. Do we have anything else for? Uh, I was going to go through the despise list real quick. Go ahead. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll spend less time on the negative. We try and emphasize positive here on this yeah, GYG podcast. Of, so, we're, uh, we were uh, smitten a lot. I'm basically going to do a quick fire despise segment. We're, we'll uh, will y'all stop me basically if there's someone who uh, who concerns you. Our quarterbacks, uh, two names that I thought would never be here, but Mahomes has now become a regular, and Josh Allen's actually uh, made his uh, multiple appearances down here, but mm. I don't think anyone's going to uh, stop me on those names. We're still starting Allen Mahomes, but Joe Burrow, me and you, Pat, both suffered the, the wrath of Burrow. Yeah. 
it's 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 part of part of it, you know. Like sometimes, you know, there's the there's, whole team's kind of been weird. They've yeah, been it's losing called weird games. it's called the NFL. You know, I'm not I'm not scared. Even if the Bengals are if they're good or bad, I think they're still going to be throwing a lot, mm. and uh, and Burrow will be okay. So. Down to our running backs, Aaron Jones. This is an A.J. Dillon emergence, and we've got an Aaron Jones uh, threat level meter, maybe. Oh, like it's, yeah. uh, We might have to bring him up in a, in a threat level GYG in the upcoming weeks, but I'm kind of scared, you know. It's, uh, he's, he's used in the passing game. This was the Love Stinks game, so yeah. are, we, are we dismissing it? What do you think, Trey? I, yeah, yeah, go ahead, Pat. No, you go ahead. Um, I, I was going to jump in and say um, I think they're, they're – Conditioning AJ Dillon to be more of the heavy load guy and looking maybe transitioning Jones into more of the pass catching. Yeah, it, it, it looks Ingram Kamara esque to where yeah, maybe uh, I'm, more ta- thunder I'm talking 2017 kind of 2018 uh, Ingram Kamara where yeah. it was uh it was you know a a 50 50 split basically down the middle. Yeah, I, which I we yeah. none of, none of us Aaron Jones owners signed up for a 50 50 split. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's gonna be maybe a 60 40 or something like that. I don't know if they go necessarily too much away from from Aaron Jones. Uh, but I do think there's an uptick for Dylan. Obviously, we've seen him. Mm-hmm. He's just been featured more, even when Rodgers is there. Looks good. Yeah. Very yeah. impressive. I just think that when you do that whole split thing, the hammer usually gets more carries. It's never That's like true. the the knife gets the <laughs> the the more carries um, or even total touches. Really, it's it's so it, it's going to be intriguing. Yeah, Jones has then, Jones and Kamara though. They've got that strange uh, reception slash goal line, you know, combo that you, yeah. they can offer. But Dylan, man, when they needed one yard, I mean, he got it. Oh yeah, he'll he run got a guy stopped, over. and he he second effort, third effort, he got yeah. it. I'm, I'm worried about Mahomes, and Mahomes, my guy. But I mean, last game, 10, 14 for that, seven for that. Since he got concussion, he hasn't got over fourteen. Last game, one hundred sixty six mm-hmm. yards. I don't think I've ever seen him throw less than two hundred. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Two games ago, two hundred six. Yeah, I, I'm worried. He's, uh, you have to start him, yeah, but no, like I'm, I'm completely no worried. Long, I'm, I'm picking up a second quarterback. Yeah. I'm looking to trade for a second quarterback. He's no longer the one, and he's borderline even top five at this point, which is something we thought we would well, never I, say this year. I, I, yeah. I, I No, what I'm trying to say is like he could literally snap out of this little funk he's in at any moment. Yeah. But it could easily continue. Yeah, So exactly. you have to get protection. Like, yeah. that's what I would be doing. Like, yeah. Like, most people who own Patrick Mahomes don't have a second quarterback. Especially yeah. if you're looking to make a push, yeah. you know, into 10, 11, yeah. 12, right. you know. Like, I've, this could continue where they literally are so safe, they're going to run it X amount and they're going to dump it down. He didn't, He you, you said it, he had one throw over 10 yards. Yeah. That's freaking nuts. Yeah. I'm a little worried. Somebody Back to our despises. We Sorry, got... I got freaked out because he's my guy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we had uh, a running back. We had Daryl Henderson, but he was in and out with an ankle injury. And I think Matt Stafford kind of threw that game away with those early yeah, picks. Yeah, they were yeah. behind. Receivers, we got a big list. Uh, I guess stop me if you hear any name that you're really concerned about. Somebody stop me. All right. Uh, This one's strange. Adam Thielen made the despise list while catching a touchdown. I think that's a first on the GYG, (laughs) but he had two catches for six yards and a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Adams, love stinks. Mike Williams, we talked about how he's been hurting. DJ Moore, Darnold stinks. Yeah, uh, Jamar we, Chase as DJ Moore owner, oh, many leagues. I'm hoping. Stop. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping for PJ Walker at this point. Yeah. I don't know if I can start. Oh, my DJ Moore. Was Breaking Sam news! Darnold. I just saw my phone set a second ago. Uh, Sam Darnold 
has a scapula, basically some kind of yeah. shoulder injury. Yeah, he's gonna be out multiple weeks. And yeah, he'll be out multiple mm. weeks. So we, so we now are you gonna can get start DJ Moore again. Yes, we are gonna get the PJ Walker experience. So and, and I'll roll him out yeah. there with that because anything on, is better than what I've been seeing. Put on your your footy pajamas because we got PJ Walker coming in. Um, on your red shoes and dance mm-hmm. the blues. We got we got Jamar Chase. Uh, me and Trey Chase owners not scared at all. Tyreek, man, he has been bouncing back and forth from the from the mm-hmm. love and the hate all week long, all year long. But uh, Amari Cooper and Lamb, that was just the Cowboys, you know, total fart in your face game. That's but right. we, we did mention this one, Cortland Sutton. This guy is kind of scary. The, the the Jerry Judy, Judge Judy has come back and ruled that Sutton gets uh, a very limited role. And now Tim Patrick is maybe favorite above him. Ooh, yes, yeah. I heard this. The, the Judy Sutton splits are not great when. Um when Sutton's uh, playing, yeah, I mean when Judy's playing, Sutton just does not look great. It's uh, it's rough, man. It's so maybe maybe bench Sutton for now. I wouldn't uh, wouldn't think about dropping him or anything like that. But that that sucks to see if you drafted him as your wide receiver too. Uh, not much in the tight end realm. It was pretty slow over there. So uh, yeah. just a, just a shit week, you know. Let's all just call it what it is. Let's flush this turd. Just like our boy Jalen Hurts once said, Mark Andrews you dropped don't, a touchdown. That was that he was going to be off. the one that I was going to talk about. But it did. Let's go to things that pissed he's, us yeah. off. He's done a lot well, for us. I, I had Lamar, you know, and everything mattered, <laughs> and he dropped it, oh, and he never man. drops him. But uh, yeah, man, you don't you don't stare at your turd. You don't stare. This was even a turd. This was diarrhea. This was Ooh. just a, a pool of brown that you just got to get not rid even of. Talk about Rodney Anderson. I, <laughs> oh, I, I, heard, I heard he's like averaging seven yards a game. Yeah, something no, lately, man. like last three games. It's really put bad. him out of his misery. We, we don't. He doesn't get to be mentioned this anymore. This is why we want PJ Walker, folks. Because <laughs> exactly. you never know when you get the next Jordan Minshew. Just come in and get this offense ticking uh, right along. You keep calling him Jordan, like he's Gardner. Michael Jordan. Uh, he's like <laughs> <Gardner's> <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> All right, well, uh, all right. Let's for, let's hop out of here. Yeah, we're gonna hop out the car and hop out the podcast. Uh, I got one little plug. It's the second Saturday series for the YPTV uh, live stream. So we're gonna be doing that this Saturday. Guest which DJs be, or just you? Uh, we don't know yet. I'm gonna try to. Uh, it may it may be. Uh, I'm kicking around an idea called uh, Captain Raveman and Son. So ah, you might uh, get... I was thinking if you could have Noah behind you in like a Jason Sudeikis in a red suit there doing the running go. man and some cool little dances the whole time. That would be... What uh, that situation? Yes, yeah. yeah, that would be great. We, we'll, we'll probably <laughs> end up doing that. But yeah, tune in for that. The YPTV, uh, Young Pirate Television uh, channel on YouTube for that. And then, of course, tune in to... Uh, the GYG episode for uh, the week 10 preview Mm. and uh, we thank you for listening guys and gals Uh, for Trey Gross for Price Gross we will see you at the movies on Producer Pat have a good week now I'm done rack mate